0: I'm joined by the Connecticut Lieutenant Governor, Susan Bicewicz, who was in town yesterday at the Wyndham Senior Center. Susan, always good to have you on the air today, and I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that's on the way to meeting the President of the USA. Tell us about your day today.
1: Well, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, I am approaching the University of Hartford, where the President will be coming to speak about gun safety, and that will be happening at 2 o'clock.
0: We'll be talking about the National Safer Communities Summit in West Hartford as President Biden delivers the keynote. Meanwhile, tell us about your visit to Wyndham yesterday and the Wyndham Senior Center discussing elder abuse.
1: So it was a really, it was a really beautiful day. Uh, and a really nice opportunity to see the senior center, which the state has invested in. Uh, and so that was the first time I had been inside the senior center. It was just beautiful. Um, and also, I had the opportunity to bring our aging commissioner, the director of the Connecticut AARP, Uh, and other state leaders to talk about how you can prevent uh, abuse of our seniors. And, you know, that comes in many forms. And it could be financial abuse, it could be uh, psychological or physical abuse. And so we talked about the different state agencies' roles in helping to make that happen.
0: It almost seems like some of that is common sense stuff, but are there things that are going on to the elderly that sometimes are happening and they're not realizing it when it's happening?
1: Um, It's it's true. And one important point made by uh, someone from the banking department, someone from our aging commissioner, was that the reason seniors can be targeted is because they Have assets. They own a home. They have retirement and bank accounts, right? Younger people may not have those assets. So uh, they are often targeted, and it's not because they lack um, mental capacity. They're targeted because they have assets. And frequently, it can even be uh, a family member or a caregiver. Uh, that might be uh, the person that is uh, causing the abuse or threatening that. And so uh, we wanted seniors to know what the resources are so they can protect themselves. Also, you know, with all of the isolation that has occurred during the pandemic and in the aftermath, um, there are a lot of financial scams that come either on the Internet or um, by phone. So, you know, we were trying to let seniors know, for instance, that there's a hotline at the Attorney General's office. Um, it's called the Elder Justice Hotline, and they can call if they suspect they've uh, been uh, a victim, or they get an email or a phone call that doesn't seem right, uh, and that is another resource. Also, the ARP does a lot of work uh, to help seniors uh, avoid scams, so that's always a, a helpful thing.
0: And I was at the Wyndham Senior Center yesterday morning at 10 o'clock, and while you may not be going into the Senior Center, you'll be coming out here again near the Senior Center, coming up on the 4th of July, won't you?
1: I will be marching in the Boombox Parade, which is always uh, the highlight of my 4th of July weekend. It is always a fun parade. I think it's one of the most fun uh, July 4th parades in the state because, you know, there are these Very colorful characters that are are always part of the parade, and I think you are one of those, Wayne.
0: I try to be, and we're looking forward to seeing you on July the 4th here on Main Street. You left the Wyndham Senior Center, and then you went up to the University of Connecticut for the ribbon-cutting celebration for the Science One building on the store's campus. Tell me about that experience and about that building.
1: Oh, what a beautiful new building. It's called Science One It is the -the state-of-the-art new science building with new uh, labs, clean rooms, where both students and faculty can engage in cutting-edge research. And uh, this is going to be helpful to students, to the UConn faculty, to businesses in Connecticut that are looking to innovate with materials science. Um, what a stunning, stunning building. Uh, just just beautiful. And President uh, Rodenka Merrick was there. She is a scientist herself. And it's just so important that we have um, really great science facilities to inspire, our college students to hopefully enter the STEM fields because those are the very highest paying jobs. Uh, Unfortunately, I'll say that only 75% of the STEM jobs, so engineering, IT, statistics are held by women. And so we need uh, more of our young women to be studying STEM. And if I were about to start college again, I would be looking at the field of uh, science and this building is just, just gorgeous and it's going to be a, a treasure for our students.
0: Susan, I follow you on social media, and I'm always amazed you are not a stay in the office kind of lieutenant governor. It seems like every day you're in another town. Yesterday it was Wyndham, it was stores, and then at 5 o'clock it was the New London Veterans Ceremony. as uh, I guess that was also related to talking about the seniors and the senior, the elder abuse and the uh, other things that you talked about here in Wyndham yesterday.
1: Well, actually, our visit to New London was to recognize 35. Vietnam veterans uh, who served either in Vietnam or during the Vietnam era, Uh, and i that was my 72nd Vietnam veteran recognition ceremony. I visited 72 towns across the state to say thank you to the people who served uh, during uh, the period from 1961 to 1975. That's the Vietnam War era, and um, I think it's important to do that because we are losing 500 of our Vietnam veterans every day, Uh, and also because, sadly, when many of our veterans returned home from Vietnam, that war was very unpopular, and they did not receive the celebration, the thanks, the respect and recognition that they deserve. And so uh, that, unfortunately, is something that we have to address today, and albeit it's, it's um, 50 years after the fact, uh, but we've been uh, getting some uh, excellent um, reactions to these ceremonies where people appreciate, finally being thanked and
0: and welcomed home. Susan, there's so much we could talk about regarding the bipartisan budget that was recently passed and signed by Governor Lamont. I think the one that got the most attention was the largest personal income tax cut in the state's history, but I'd also like to talk about the early voting that was a big issue this session, and you being a former Secretary of State, that certainly means a lot to you, but talk about the significance, what that means to the average citizen, the average voter, this new early voting plan.
1: Well, Connecticut finally uh, joined the 45 other states that allow people to vote earlier than the election. And so our law will allow people to vote in a general election 14 days before the election. So each town will set up at least one polling place where people can go in the 14 days going up to the election to cast their vote in person. Uh, and I think whenever you can give people more time and more flexibility to vote, the better it is. So there will be voting over the weekend, which is great because a lot of people, you know, are working two jobs, have a lot of out of state travel or uh, out-of-town travel for their work. So it just keep, gives people more flexibility to cast their ballot and also will be something that will, I believe, encourage voter participation.
0: Wednesday was Flag Day and another day that you were at a various location in Connecticut, this time Mystic Seaport Museum, for the Naturalization Ceremony I want you to talk about that, what that experience was like, and can those people that are now naturalized take advantage of our voting process?
1: Absolutely, and um, I love going to naturalization ceremonies. It just makes me feel red, white, and blue all over when um, I see people coming from, you know, 50 countries from all over the world to make Connecticut their home and to make America their uh, country and they have to take a test to show they know the English language and to show they understand uh, our democracy and the way our government works uh, and then once they do that and are vetted uh, by our naturalization service, then they are able uh, to register to vote after they become citizens. So there's actually a, a registration table right there. So as soon as people take their oath of office as a new citizen, they then take the next step and register to vote. So the answer to your question is yes, um, all those newly registered people will be able to uh, vote in the elections.
0: And Susan, you and the governor, among others, have been very outspoken about some recent hate-speak incidents and also the vandalization of the Black Lives Street mural in Hartford. Just your overall thoughts on that and what we can do to eliminate, if not reduce, what's going on in that area, because it seems like it's worse now than ever.
1: Yes, Um, and first of all, I was very pleased to learn that the police were able to arrest uh, a suspect in in that case in Hartford. Uh, so they have uh, they believe they have found the person who uh, drew a swastika on the Black Lives Matter mural. Um, and unfortunately, Connecticut has seen a rise in hate incidents, um, and many of these um, are um, tracked by the Anti-Defamation League, um, and we also had an incident in Thompson where uh, an individual or individuals put um, a hate-filled letter on um, about 101, uh, and I read the letter. It was uh, vile. It was filled with vulgar language, but it was anti-Semitic, homophobic, sexist, and racist. Um, and the governor and I uh, want the people of Connecticut to know that hate does not have a home in our state and that we won't tolerate uh, that kind of uh, speech and those kinds of incidents and that our law enforcement at the local and state level and the FBI as well uh, will investigate uh, any of those instances and prosecute. Uh, crimes uh, related to them.
0: Well said, Susan. Always good to have you on our air here today. And hey, when you run into President Biden today, tell him Wayne O says hi, okay?
1: I will tell him you send your regards, Wayne. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It'll be high on your agenda. Susan Bicewicz, our Lieutenant Governor, joining us today. We'll see her on the 4th of July, 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.